Hello and welcome. The lockdown on blast. <laughs> the Furlough Files with me, Lindsay. And me, Gaz. Should we just say like each half a sentence each for the whole rest of the thing? We'll have to so we don't talk over each other and fuck uh, up yeah. the call. <laughs> so fucking annoying. Uh... <laughs> Zoom parties are a shit show, aren't they? Uh, they're, they're actually really fun though because you don't have to worry too much about having a conversation <laughs> if you're playing the games i don't actually like having a conversation on a group on a group call it's weird still it is fuck yeah and because like in real life when you sat uh, like if you go out with people and it's a party or whatever you just talk to the person next to you don't you but you can't yeah. do that in the uh, <laughs> i should try it <laughs> when you everyone has to listen to you don't they <laughs> yeah it's just fucking annoying uh, should we say should we say what this podcast is actually about yeah. what are we, we doing huh? <laughs> well basically i listened to julie girl and they did one that was quite good so i thought we'd copy it <laughs> quite insightful oh we'll crib off of that idea yeah <laughs> so what is yeah. this a lockdown catch-up Yes, finding out what it's like in the life of the furlough and how it's coming out. Life in quarantine from the COVID-19 outbreak. This, yeah. could, this might end up in a museum one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's about the only Digital. place I will end up. <laughs> <laughs> That's ambitious. More, more like recycled. <laughs> museum in on Mozzieland on Animal Crossing at my end of and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Mozzieland, is that Morrissey Moz- themed? Yeah. Did you make that or is that something that pre-exists? Oh, I made it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I know, is Mozzie something that I invented? No, people call him that. No, no, I know that. Yeah. Ah. Well, I thought perhaps, you know, there was a Morrissey fans area. <laughs> No, <laughs> that would that'd be niche. Just me there. There is one. It's an island. <laughs> okay, so what are we going to talk about? Well, you said you've come up with some questions for me. I have. Play hot topics. Yes. Hot topics. Hot topics. Um, <laughs> and I've um, created a few lists of um, my like things to do in furlough or in okay. quarantine or. In- or whatever the fuck you're in right now. Okay. Can yeah. I just point out, I've cut my fringe again. What do you think? Cutting your own hair is on one of my lists, but I'm not going to tell you if it's a to-do or not to-do. Look at mine. <laughs> Don't you think it's not bad? No, it's actually good. Yeah, it looks yeah. good. Honestly, the fact that I wouldn't have noticed is a good thing, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not that good if you look at it, because the sides are like that. If you just look at it like that, it's fine. <laughs> What's wrong with the sides? Sorry. Well, I've only cut the middle and not the sides. So the sides are like quite long. But I think uh, that's okay. It's good though. We need Nikki no, to advise. You remind me of that cat with a watermelon on the head. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that cat. That's the. <laughs> I think that's no, not the watermelon. Hold on. I was thinking of the cat with the towel on its head. Zach has his avatar on her. Twitter. Do you know what the one I mean? Cat with a towel. Yeah, I had it on, as my WhatsApp picture for a while. Thank you. I'm gonna look for the cat with the watermelon and see if I can find it. That's not 
Oh, you might be paranoid now. Cat watermelon helmet was predicted by Google. <laughs> Obviously, but, a hot, hot topic. Actually, what I've managed to find is a cat like straddling a watermelon. Oh, that cat looks fat. <laughs> Cross eyed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shall we? Shall I kick off with my Watermelon. It's a grapefruit or something. Oh, that's what I look like. <laughs> yeah. Thanks when very much. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Jackson's going to eat me. Jack what? Jackson is going to eat me. You've forgotten who Jackson is, haven't you? Jackson. <laughs> is he from Coke? No. <laughs> Who's Jackson? God's sake, he won Big Brother USA. <laughs> Did I watch that one? <laughs> He was the one they called out for being a racist at the end, and he come out with a face like fucking thunder. Yeah, you watched the whole series with me. That like sort of gun gun wielding man, right? Square face guy. Confetti on my shoulders. Fucking hell, guys! Lockdown's been treating you hard. Confetti on my shoulders, guy, right? Yeah. How have you forgotten three months of your life like that? <laughs> that he won. <laughs> well, so you should. It's always a disgrace to humanity. <laughs> she gave him a hard time, right? Yeah, he would come out like, and ask his mum if he'd been a good boy. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, you're in big trouble. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, shall we just talk about what's happening in our lives? Like, what, what is going on with, with for you at the moment? Oh, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, related. Alfie said, said to me that uh, on like, in the US. I don't know how to say it. It's not really news, is it? I'm struggling again with the signal. Skype is so fucking oh, shit. For fuck's sake. Big, Bro- Big Brother US is going to be on later this year, apparently. Oh, okay. Apparently. Great. Wait for yeah. that. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the spirit. <laughs> I was pleased when it was cancelled. Um, <laughs> And also, Big Brother Australia starts apparently in five weeks' time. Are we going to be covering that? Of course. Good. Should I say? Rather not if the quality is this bad, but... (laughs) Uh, Everyone bitching about, oh, Big Brother Australia is pre-recorded. Now they're fucking kissing the fucking feet of the pre-record, because it's the only thing we've got left. Yeah, so... Okay, if we're talking about Big Brother now. I was wondering about Big Brother. (laughs) Mm. And I did a little bit of research to find out, like, what happened to the other big brothers around the world that were oh, running good during, idea. during lockdown. Because obviously Big Brother Canada got cancelled, which is really sad, because actually that series was quite fun. Mm. And when yeah. we broke about coronavirus, we saw the German housemates find out about it, didn't we? Mm. News and stuff. And... Well, they must have shut that down as well. But apparently that series is still going and hasn't got a winner yet. So that one's wow. still running through quarantine. That's mad. And also Brazil just finished last week and has a winner. So that oh. obviously continues normal as well. So it's a shame. Oh. I guess government restrictions maybe differed between countries because like Canada yeah. didn't carry on with a non-essential business wasn't it or whatever mm-hmm. Germany and Brazil have more respect for reality TV 
Imagine coming out, it's like you come out to everyone fucking wearing face masks and bloody god knows what. You'd be like, what the fuck? Well, I'm still like that when I go out and I see people <laughs> wearing face masks. I know. What are you going to do if they make it mandatory to wear face masks? embarrassing, isn't it? Well, speaking of face masks, like I know Rowan said, being under loud, our friend in the US said that she wasn't allowed into the supermarket without a face mask. But like here, initially when coronavirus started, they said you shouldn't wear a face mask or like wearing a face mask doesn't help. So yeah, and also, also what about my lipstick? I can't wear a face mask and wear lipstick on the outside. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, we could invent that for Jackson face mask with lipstick on. Oh, yeah. that sounds pretty big. What it was like. The window, so you can see. The <laughs> <laughs> oh. transparent window. <laughs> Lip mask. Oh, um, that's good. No, but the problem, the thing with a, a face mask is, apparently, if you're front line and you're going to get coughed in your face or whatever, then that's okay. Then, then it will help you. But like, generally, you don't just walk out of your house and like, there's coronavirus everywhere. Mm. You're not like Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> feels like there fucking is doesn't it see i feel like this feels like it's all over now is that because you, not... you haven't taken it seriously from the fucking minute it started let's be honest it's you who came over to do a podcast at my house when i had whooping cough <laughs> <laughs> shush jack I still don't know about that <laughs> you don't watch this it don't matter so i feel like at the start of it i was taking it really seriously because i thought that i had it yeah because I was ill for a long time and I was coughing and I had a fever, well, not fever, but I had night sweats and mm. I felt ill for quite a long time. And that cough went on and on and on. And I well, was you're most. Always, you're always fucking ill. You say that, but. Yeah. So are you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and my biggest concern was giving it to my boyfriend's mum. Mm. And I'm really scared of that. And then I also have a friend in Ireland who I think Ireland's taking it a lot more seriously. And she's been kind of not catastrophizing, but like stressing to me that I shouldn't, I shouldn't have been mixing with his mum. Well, she's kind of right. She was kind of like hyping it up for me, I think. Whereas Dan, my boyfriend, was a bit like, you're fine. We were a bit, me and talking about it. And we were surprised that Dan wasn't more concerned. Like, I get you coming back and forth, like, laissez-faire, because that's how you are. But I was surprised that Dan wasn't more concerned. Russell Brand, laissez-faire. Because <laughs> <laughs> Dan didn't believe that I'd got coronavirus. But then mm. when I, I sensed the smell, I was, on, I was like, oh. And then they said that could be a symptom. I was like, well, I think I've definitely got it. But also, you can carry it without showing symptoms, so you could still have it and give it to Dan's mum. Yeah, I know. But anyway, she's going out to the shop now by herself, so... Yeah. <laughs> not your fault, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not on my conscience. Oh, God. <laughs> now, yeah. I just, I don't, I'm not really, like, watching that much news as, as much as I was at first. No. Initially, we first were like working from home, and the first thing I would do in the morning would be put on the news or watch mm. this morning on about it. 
And now, because I don't really listen to that stuff, it feels like nothing's really happening. I'm just mm. living. <laughs> uh, and also, now that like Boris Johnson uh, don't even do the update, it's not even worth feeding in for all these fucking also rams. He gives a fuck what they say. Oh, download this fucking app onto your computer so we can track the person you've come into contact with. Fuck off. That's some David Icke type shit. I'm not doing that. Um, that they're doing. They're trialling it in the Isle of Wight, and this app can like uh, tell you every person you contact with, even if you don't know them. I'm like, that is some fucking MI5 fucking CIA shit. I ain't downloading that. Well, on Blast does not endorse that app. You know they've got that from though, don't you? Yeah, uh, Men in Black. <laughs> no, China. China did that. So everyone in China has to have this app which like confirms their health status. Mm. And you're supposed to report your symptoms and stuff, I think. I don't know. And you get like, a green light or a red light or like an amber light. And then if the authorities stop you, they can like check your app to see like if you're well or not. Mm. You could the app you could lie to the app right i look i don't think the whole thing is a conspiracy in itself like i don't think it was like released into the world i don't think it's 5g or anything like that don't get me wrong but all these all these things that they're bringing in those are things that ain't gonna go away they're things that are going to be with us now new ways to spy on us and i don't trust it ask laurie don't trust telegram she knows (laughs) yeah she don't trust telegram (laughs) Telegram from China or something. It's Russian. Russian, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Russians are spying on us all. Can't. No offense <laughs> to any Russian viewers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what else can go? How, how are you secretly enjoying lockdown? Admit it. Me secretly mm. enjoying. There's no secret about it. I love lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely. Love it. <laughs> like I'm getting anxiety about life going back to normal. I know. I can't imagine like going on a train ever again. Can you? Don't you think this whole thing just proves that you don't need an office, you don't need yeah. a friendship group? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. <laughs> you don't need like, half the businesses that you thought you did, like. All these things are about, like, you know, when kids have a day off school and, like, the police go round or they get fined. It's like, kids ain't been to school for fucking months. And what's gonna, do you think all kids in the future are going to be fit because they had a month off school? No. It doesn't no. mean anything. Also, I don't understand how some of the schools are still open, aren't they? For are they? Kids, yeah, for kids of frontline workers and, like, special needs kids who needed the structure. Some mm. schools still I think my auntie's still going to work. She works in a school. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I, actually, I did know that. I'd just forgotten. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, just don't you think, though, that just things just ain't going to go back to normal? Like my dad, my dad said that. He said, like, a lot of businesses are going to now think, why do we need to pay rent for an office when or all, the, all of the outgoings of an office, like electricity and whatever else, water bills, mm. everyone's proven now that they can actually work from home. And in the past, like, work from home was always, like, you think people were not actually doing their work. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, people weren't actually doing any work from home. And, you know, of course, we all, like, slack a little bit sometimes. But people slack in the office as well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> no, but not even just that, though. Like, they're talking about, like, when we do go back to work, 
doing like staggered hours, so people going in at different times. They're talking about having to have first screens between your computer and the next person's computer, having to wear a mask at work. Like, nah, in a bubble forevermore. Like, we can't, that's not sustainable. Stupid, isn't it? Imagine that, and you can't go near anyone. Fuck off. Yeah, or like you go to a gig and you have to stand in a little like cubicle. <laughs> Actually, that part would be good. Stop people being twats. Yeah. Stop Jack. <laughs> Stop Jack getting into fights. Oh, yeah. Don't say that. That makes it sound bad. That was a long time ago. Um, do you like lockdown? Um, there's parts of it I like, but to be honest, I've been feeling quite depressed. I feel actually more disconnected from people than... Uh, I mean, obviously, I feel more disconnected, but you think there'd be more sort of WhatsApp buzz and people. But I feel like, like you said, people just get into their own households and are just like kind of forgetting other people that even exist. <laughs> like, don't you think? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <About you. laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I felt quite, yeah, I felt quite isolated. Even though I'm here with Jack, I dread to think how people must feel um, who are actually on their own. Because, yeah. you know, he goes to bed earlier than you're working home. So I've just been up for like till like three in the morning playing Animal Crossing, which has been a saving grace, to be honest. But um, I, I just I just can't sleep. I just cannot sleep at all. Um, and I, I miss working, believe it or not. I actually do enjoy my work and I feel like it gives me a sense of worth. So I feel this, you know, like you said, when you feel like you've got nothing to talk about, I feel like. What am I? What am I even doing? I'm just festering. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I had a lot of anxiety at the start of it about um, not having a job to do and worrying that I'll yeah, have nothing to talk about and that I'll be a really boring person. That was how <laughs> I felt. Odd. Maybe that's something deeper within myself that I need to look at. But like, I was worried about becoming boring. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you don't need to worry about that. That happened long ago. <laughs> God, I fed you, served you that, didn't I? Um, but yeah, I found that like I think I'm an expert time waster. That's the problem. Like, not, not. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> not when I'm at work, like I'm a, I'm productive at work, but like when oh, I'm on my of own. Course. When I'm on my no, I even said this to my <laughs> boss. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm an expert time waster. I was like, oh, I wouldn't have said that about you. And I was like, no, I mean, when I'm at home, like, I can be yeah. very, very late. So my days are kind of short, I suppose. But I've managed to like fill them with plenty of things. I mean, like what? What are you doing? Um, cooking a lot. Mm. Doing a lot of cooking. This is going to lead me into my list, really. Um, That's okay. I should I just do my list? Yeah, do whatever. Come on. Know, you, don't need, a, you don't need a you don't need a cue card. I thought this is a flim flam section. <laughs> oh well, what it could just doesn't matter. Anyway, what I found is that my anxiety was a load of bo- bollocks, and I haven't be- haven't become boring in lockdown. I've actually really enjoyed it. Oh, okay. Um, uh, like you say, uh, we are really lucky to have someone to be around, and in yeah. my in Dan goes out of the house in the daytime to do his work because uh, mm. he needs a quiet space at home and it's online stuff that he's doing mm. 
he goes back to his room and then he comes back here in the evening mm. um and then he, he's every well not every night but a few three nights a week or four nights a week he's using my computer in my living room to do mm. online classes um and he does that for a couple of hours and that's like when I sort of like go away and prepare dinner so mm. like I'm being a housewife basically <laughs> that's cool <laughs> I really <laughs> So, yeah, it's been quite good for me so far. And I'm still, I haven't heard anything about extending my furlough, though. So mine's still till the end of May. Ah, mine's till the end of June. I know. That sounds a long time. It's weird. But at least you've still got another couple of months, whereas I'm like, oh, I've only got a few weeks left. But aren't you, I think yours will be extended, especially if you sort of want to reserves. You have to say that again. It cut out. Is, is the chat is the charity quite well off or not? Oh, I think so. Yeah, uh, I think it is. I think we have I don't know millions on underneath. Yeah. Boards. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine's mine's fucked because basically the main source of income for an album shows that they do the gigs they do every year. Yeah. Cancelled. The all oh. of income is fucked. So oh. that's the that's the problem I'm worried I'm not going to have a job at the end of all this oh uh, yeah see I've been a bit worried about that as well that's yeah. my own like underlying anxiety and my dad doesn't help <laughs> my dad always talks about you know if there is redundancies I'm like oh dad they've said they're putting us on furlough should we explain what furlough is for those that don't know if they're listening for the first yeah, time yeah sure so basically Lindsay and I are furloughed at the moment by the our employers which means the employer can apply to the government for 80% of your salary and you're not allowed to do any work in that time. So mine was from, actually, when was yours? Uh, I don't know, like three or four weeks. Isn't it since March or is it since the start of April? Oh, no. Mine was on 6th of April, actually. I think yours was just after that. Yeah, it was like the week after because I was laughing at you for getting furloughed. but I mean I think even if I go back to work at the start of June it will still be working from home and it will still be at 90% of my pay oh yeah because I'm only on 80% so you're lucky um, whereas my employer's given me an extra 10% so it's less that's good less difficult um I don't think you'll lose your job then, because if they've got money they can throw around like that, they've got no obligation to give you that extra 10%. No, true. It's good. But for the people that are working, they've all taken a 10% cut. Mm. So, yeah, I didn't lose any money by being furloughed. That was the good thing. Like, even if I go back to work at the 1st of June, I still kind of, I'm still in the same boat. I'm still getting the same money. Mm. It's for me. It's preferable to not work <laughs> and get okay. paid and have time to do things I haven't got around to that I wanted to do, which I should have got around to, like sort out my wardrobe or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> a load well, of crap I, on e- I I agree. To be honest, when I first found out I was followed, I was absolutely appalled because yeah, I do internal a- comms, uh, which you think important and it just made me feel like there's no respect for my what I do whatsoever but then when I saw some some of the other people who got furloughed they're also really really important roles 
Um, but I still mm. do think it's absolutely bizarre to furlough me, but whatever. After thinking on it, I'm getting paid the fucking same as people who are working, so bye-bye. <laughs> See you on my island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think because we work in the charity industry, it obviously makes sense that for charities, they're going to maximise whatever the government's giving because yeah. really uncertain. For, I think feel like it's been, been a difficult time for charities anyway in the past like, yeah. five years fallen across the board and now like you say all of our community fundraising which is a really big part of a lot of mm-hmm. charities income can happen mm. so of course the government are handing out money yes please <laughs> like, yeah of course, for the good of the organization and charities as much as like they help a lot of people they are all businesses as well yeah of course yeah yeah all of our directors have taken like a 25 percent pay cut and stuff like that oh wow yeah everyone took the 10 percent, and that was it but that's yeah good. i think our charity is in dire straits to be honest so uh, yeah don't, uh, not, <laughs> donate donate to teenage cancer trust <laughs> save my job <laughs> uh, um, what's the hell now and i'm going to save that one because i've got something else to come back to that later oh i was going to say yeah. should i say one uh, do you think your relationship has improved while you've been on lockdown? Yeah, well, not improved, but I think it hasn't deteriorated. Because my relationship... <laughs> well, that's always people... a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I was already happy with my relationship. Like, I really am very happy in my relationship. And I guess for me, like I said, it's less intense because we're not together all the time. Yeah. Dan does go and do his work and comes back and so there is a bit of respite for both of us not that I think we necessarily need it but we even spoke about this the other day and I said like I'm really grateful to be with someone that I can happily spend that much time with yeah now we spend every night at my house apart from one a week Mm -hmm. oops rule break it's all right (laughs) don't worry about it shut up everyone leave him alone they live right next they live next door sure. this is the thing like we live 10 minutes away from each other and i tried to say next door live <laughs> <laughs> on a really like quiet route so like you can walk back to each other's house and not pass anyone and i always come back to like the whole logic of you still go to the supermarket you still cross paths with a ton of people and yeah. there's actually still people out there in the world still going to work like mm. All the staff in my local supermarket, none of them really are wearing gloves or or no. face masks. I'm in there week after week, and I still see the same people. They're not falling down dead. <laughs> with Gaz is not a medical doctor. Stay indoors. <laughs> Be safe. Protect the NHS. Honestly, in effect, because Dan goes home and comes here, and I go to his house once a week, we kind of just make ourselves one household. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I, I, I personally don't care anymore so you know people want to moan at you about it that they can feel free yeah and the other thing is that his mum has a disability and so sometimes it's nice to go and well for him to sort of go and check that she's managing everything for herself and that he can help out a bit so on Sunday it's like a particular thing that we do where we have a roast dinner so it's like a routine thing and we know that everyone has a good meal and yeah I just think like there was a lot of for me there was a lot of concern about her start and from some of my friends like the one in mm. Ireland there was a lot about her but actually 
like she stays at home anyway so this is not that different to, for her like but suddenly what I noticed is everyone was coming forward being like oh do you need any shopping like do you need this do you need that and it's actually she's at home all the time she can't she hasn't got the mobility and the freedom to go to the shop no but now everyone give us stuff so of course she says yeah I need this that and all the other <laughs> nice <laughs> so much stuff that we can't fit it in the cupboards <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah, anyway about my relationship I think that um I had a bit of anxiety about being boring and like being not stimulating to Dan because I had nothing going on and that I might like get depressed and down but actually no that's not the case at all and I'm having a really good time I like cooking for him he's just spoiled me rotten for my birthday and everything's really good that's good how about you because you and Jack have never spent so much time together no (laughs) it's been good my house my house is so small like the other night um I was talking to uh, Laurie's kid on Animal Crossing and we were actually on the voice chat and oh. and, and Jack shouted down like can you shut up basically because you know how small my house is mm-hmm. um but that was like literally the only thing we've only had two we've only had two other disagreements which were both very petty one was yesterday about the washing up because <laughs> it's been I think we've been six weeks here together now that's pretty good going you've had two oh, yeah that is good because I would have expected more rows. <laughs> yeah, so would I. <laughs> I think we've been doing well. I think we've been giving each other a lot of space. He just goes in the bedroom and listens to music and reads a book, and I go down here and do whatever. I don't know. And, uh, <laughs> and we've just been because he's working out. He's working at home. It helps. I think we've been getting on really well. We're just like careful not to eat too much, not to drink too much. Um, <laughs> and, you know. Have you been using your exercise equipment that you got? A lot, yeah. You have? Oh, good. Well done. That's on my list of to-dos while you're in lockdown. Because I, well, when the gym's shut, I was a bit anxious. So, yeah. actually, I think this is another reason why I like lockdown. Because it kind of came at a perfect time where before I got my office job in the last year, before mm. that, I was in a restaurant. I was running around all day long. I was going to the gym between split shifts and I got my qualification as a personal trainer. So like fitness was a big thing then and my body looked a certain way because it was burning a lot of calories all the time and I was always, always moving. And then I went to my office job and I started to sit on my butt all day and I really felt like Actually, I was in a lot of pain to begin with. Like my shoulders was hurting, were hurting from um, using the mouse all the time. Oh, my, mm. my bum was always numb from <laughs> sitting on my chair all day long. <laughs> I was thinking I can't actually do office work because it's so unhealthy. Like it's so bad for you to mm. sit down all day long. And <laughs> then I think just before, well, like as lockdown as like coronavirus was emerging I was starting to feel a bit like bad about my body like I was having issues with my body not looking like it did Mm. and I'm tired from going to work and commuting to work and my house is a little bit far from what not that far but like from home to work is about 45 minutes so then my gym is like beyond home so it's like in in Croydon so I've got to go all the way over there Mm only going to the gym once a week which was a real 
drop from previously. Mm. Then they closed Sims, and I was like, well, now I can't go at all. And mm. I wanted to buy dumbbells, and if you if you want to buy dumbbells now, like they're impossible mm. to find. Mm. Plus, like the Nintendo Switch. Can't you get a Switch either? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one thing. Demand for games consoles went like through the roof. I, I sold. Box on my old PlayStation. Oh, that's my good. Old, my old PlayStation PS3. I got seventy quid for it, which before lockdown would never have happened. I would have nice. been lucky if I got. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I I was really wor- worried about not being able to go to the gym. I was already not that happy with my body from sitting on my ass in my at my desk. And then I put a shout out on Facebook, and my friend Cuba, who was at my party with the lights. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Knew you'd like him. Yeah, he's sweet. He's kind yeah. of cool, cool and funny. Very funny with the answers as well. The yeah. Yeah, he's good. Um, we were, by the way, we were playing. Uh, what's it called again? Jackbox. For my oh birthday. yeah, we'll talk more about Gaz's very exclusive birthday parties soon. <laughs> Brace um, yourselves, guys. <laughs> yeah, I put it out on Facebook for has anyone got any weights at home? Because I thought you know lots of people probably got dumbbells like under their bed they've never used. And then Cuba said. I've got a bench and I've got a barbell and you can take it like you can have it and I was just like okay wow this is a kit that would cost me about 300 quid up probably. Mm. Did you not so offer him any cash for it? I said do you want some money he said no I think it actually was his brother's <laughs> it was ah. under his bed um, and his brother's not at home anymore um, so I went yeah this is when I went in I went on a bus to go and get it from him which felt like a breach and they were playing the announcement saying that public transport's only for key workers <laughs> just to say i've not been on a bus a train or any fucking place except the supermarket and the pound shop so direct your complaints to dad not to me thanks very much i've been everywhere <laughs> um i know the pound shop was still open ah it's good i love the pound shop <laughs> is it pound no, it's not, unfortunately. It's a pound shop, but it's not really a pound shop. But there's stuff that costs more than a pound. They're the worst. Uh, like mega values of that one. Pound, so stre- some- pound stretcher. Pound they stretcher? Are stre- they are stretching it, the motherfuckers. Well, I didn't know pound stretchers still existed. I know. It's, it's good. They've got some good shit in there. Yeah. What's that one? What? Yeah, in certain before, just before you get to certain, yeah. Um... Yeah, anyway, so I managed to get this bench, and then I brought it home in an Uber, and I put it out on my balcony. And then, obviously, like, the first couple of weeks of lockdown were, like, really hot. Mm. So I was outside a lot. And, yeah, I think that I've managed to, like, gain a bit of muscle, so. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm happy. I can't, the problem is I can't do as much cardio, so I'm not as, like, um, what's the word, lean as I was. But... Mm. My arms are bigger, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been like going? <laughs> Have you been go- going out for a walk and shit like that? Uh, oh yeah, you've been walking to Dan's house. No, but at the start, I felt like um, everyone was going to the park, weren't they? Yeah. Like going for a walk was like all you could do, so everyone did it. <laughs> yeah. Even though they've never done it, never done it before in their lives. Exactly. Um, <laughs> when it first, when lockdown first, no, not I don't know if it was lockdown. When the government first started to shut things down, National Trust like opened up all of their green space. Did you know that? Oh yeah. Then, but didn't they have to cancel that quick shot? Yeah. Yeah, because 
the government said, oh, you should really get out, like go out into 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 nature. And then mm. everyone did. And then they got pissed off and went, actually, don't do that. <laughs> I do think it's I do think it's fucking stupid when they're having a go at people for, for sunbathing. And I get the thing like, oh, OK, but if you sunbathe there, then other people might think it's OK to sunbathe there. Then you've got like 100 people sunbathing there. But if it's literally just three fucking people sunbathing separately in a park, just fuck off. Exactly, but also, what's wrong with lying in a park with a massive radius around you? Exactly. Shut down. Did you hear shut down Brockwell Park? No. Like it was a sunny weekend, and they worked out that there was possibly like two thousand people went through the park in a day, Mm. and calculated like, yeah, but if that's how many people are in the park with that much space, they've all got like I don't know five square feet each or square feet each or whatever. I just think uh, the police and the government have to be a bit sensible with it because people are getting quite pissed off now. And do you remember when you predicted the riot back yeah. in the day? <laughs> it's not happened yet, but I think they need to say, look, in three weeks' time or two weeks' time, it's going to be this, this and this, because otherwise it's starting to get crazy. Well, I think that's why at the end of each lockdown period, they're going to keep saying, oh, just another couple of weeks. Yeah. Out. Four weeks because they can't say another oh, yeah. month because they'll lose their shit and then yeah. people will go wash curries and coffee and wet coffee and wet house don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> PC world and you know <laughs> get the <they> can't buy. <laughs> and uh, I just think I don't know. I just wonder what is going to happen with pubs and gigs and everything else. You know, I just don't know. I, my computer keeps going dim. Um, we can't, um, we have to go back to normal at some point. It can't be like this forever, like queuing outside but, the shop. But don't you think some things are just going to be changed forever? I do. Like, I don't think people will shake hands anymore. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I've got sweaty hands. Yeah. And also, like, I used to live in Thailand. You don't need that. You just, you just like, do a little pray. Oh, that's pray nice. Thing. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> please let coronavirus be over soon <laughs> i don't know i think also i'm probably lucky because people i know aren't dying so i know we're we are speaking from such a privileged position thousands of literally thousands upon thousands of people are dying but like yeah not near me so that's okay although um as you know, <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> it's not okay, but like it's not okay. It's really awful. <laughs> yeah, but like in our worlds, like it seems less real because of that. I know, but it has happened to people that we know of. Yeah. And, you know, people that people on Twitter has lost grandparents and parents and stuff. So it's I, you know, there for the grace of God to go us. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, that's what I love. But it could, you know, it could easily you, happen. When you said grace of God, do you know what came up in my head? What? Fictional gun <laughs> from my party. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was Jack's uh, offering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and my friend that I mentioned in Ireland, she had a cousin that died, but the, the cousin was in Canada, and, like, obviously 
she's stuck in Ireland. There's no way anyone can get to family members if they do get ill abroad. That's one really horrible thing that I've heard happening. Oh, and um, funerals, you can't even really, you know, you can't hug your family members. It's awful. Yeah, but I think people should just hug each other. Like, you're not going to go to a funeral and hug your family, are you? You have to, though. You're just not taking it seriously. <laughs> That Dan crossed paths with his auntie and she was like, yeah, I gave him a hug. <laughs> oh, God. Funny you guys enough, are I, causing these I, deaths. I saw her the same day and when I went out for a run in the park and she was in the park. So we saw her on the same outing. I didn't. I stayed away from her. I oh, good. I, I must admit, I am missing people, though. Like, I'm missing, like, my best friend who lives in Leeds. I've seen her since September now. I miss down on Mother's Day, like missing, like you know, the odd person would be um, nice to see him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I miss it. I think like I like going out to eat dinner with someone. Obviously, that can't happen. Don't mm. know when that can happen. Um, you were saying that you felt like people have. You said to me the other day, you felt like you're the only person left on the planet. And it's funny because you <laughs> live with Jack, so I don't know <laughs> what he's doing. But, um, <laughs> Said you feel like people have kind of like withdrawn a little bit, but at the start, it's like, it's like everyone wanting to do like house party app. Have you done that? Yeah. Is it any good? Oh no, I've not done it. But yeah, that first week, like everyone was everywhere. Like I did like three chats or like pub quizzes, you know, pub quizzes or whatever that week. And then yeah, the week after, everyone gone tumbleweed. <laughs> I look at the superfan chat. That's fucking dead. No one's saying anything. It's like. This should be fine with there's no big brother run, no one gives a fuck. Exactly. I don't know, it just feels like a few people have withdrawn, which is a shame. I but I, people, I probably have as well. Yeah, I think maybe just people ha- uh, cope differently. Yeah. And need things like my friend said, Oh, do you have the house party app? I think you should get it so we can play games. And I was just like, No, <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, but those jackpot games are good. Yeah, they've been fun, and I will do those again. Mm. Do you want to talk? Of, do you want to talk about your birthday party? Yeah, okay. I don't need to talk about it. <laughs> it was Gaz's birthday this week, like Sunday. Two days ago. Yeah, mm. I had a really good day. You know, like my lockdown birthday was really fun. I think Go that- on. People were like, oh, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's lockdown birthday, like, and it's going to be drab or whatever. But I had a really nice day. Dan made me birthday pancakes and he put like candles on them. And it's like a pancake that's partly cake mix, cake batter. So it's more like a cake. Oh. But like sprinkles and cream on it. And he bought it to me with candles on. I blew them out. And then he got me lots of nice gifts. And then I came back to mine. He was spent some time at his house and he cooked a dinner and bought it over. And I just, he got me a game, so I was playing that game, which is the old Aladdin game from the Sega Mega Drive. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> I was playing that in the daytime. <laughs> and then we had my party on Zoom, kindly hosted by Rowan. Being underscore loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I say hosted, she was barely oh hanging in. Oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> How was she so drunk? What was she drinking, right? <laughs> the second party of the day so I guess that's oh, why that makes sense she was absolutely <laughs> shit faced <laughs> obviously everyone's on lockdown but she, I don't know how she manages to do it with like two kids as well like 
Uh, it was very, very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she had to be carried to bed, apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, it was mostly Big Brother people, wasn't it? Yeah, and Cuba. And my friend Cuba, yeah. Mm. I like what I like about Cuba is he chucks himself into anything, he just doesn't He care. did, yeah. <laughs> and he must have been like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Oh, I, so, yeah, basically, Arissa dropped in for a bit, and then every, everyone lost their shit for a minute. Even what? Dan said he was starstruck. It was only you and I that knew she was coming, right? I hadn't told anyone and else. Josh. And uh, Josh. Oh, yeah, and Josh. Oh, yeah, and Josh. But Josh is going to be starstruck by her, because he's mates with her. Yeah. Yeah. Josh, Josh Grant. I loved yeah. Josh's outfit for your party, let me just say. You what? Josh's outfit for your party. It was so cool. I set a fucking eighties theme and then realised that I had no idea what people wore in the eighties or like I feel like I could do eighties if I had like makeup and stuff, because I feel mm. like they were I don't know, glam, rock and stuff like that. But then mm. I don't have that stuff really i have got some halloween makeup actually i probably could have done something more but like, i was like oh shit i don't know how to do it but for a girl i think you can easily do that eye makeup and do yeah yeah uh, but then josh had like he had like a big long wig and like a bandana and mirrored sunglasses so he was he was he was dressed as slash from guns and roses ah uh, that is no i did hear that mentioned but i was like um didn't really register and then someone else said he looked like someone else and I wasn't sure who that was but I can't yeah. remember I think I was too drunk um but yeah he smashed it were you, Cuba, dr- were, you dr- were you drunk at that party by the end yeah <laughs> I, was, I was drinking but I don't feel like I was drunk that's why in the last game I didn't submit any answers I couldn't think of any any shit <laughs> I was too drunk I was just handing my phone to Dan but um, yeah, yeah we were drinking rum I had like yeah. a rum like a rum liqueur so it was like flavored rum it was really sweet we were Ooh. drinking it neat 20 percent so Ooh. too strong but by the end i couldn't come up with logical answers um <laughs> but yeah, yeah when so, it when dropped in yeah that was fun just like uh i just want to shout out look and he went i just want to say i really love you <laughs> uh-huh. oh you love me <laughs> it's like, uh, who are you? So I'm just kidding, Luke. I'm just teasing. The funniest thing is that Marissa didn't recognise Josh with the outfit on. <laughs> I was, uh, surely she just hasn't got to his cam yet, but I don't think she realised it was him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I explained to Cuba via WhatsApp who she was because obviously yeah. he doesn't know. No, he'd be like, who's this? Why is everyone so excited? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was really nice of her though Gas, to come on like, to be honest when you invited her I thought oh why do you want to do this it's so awkward I thought she ain't gonna come and she actually did so I was like oh shit I'm so, I hold myself back because I've been on the podcast a bit more than she on <laughs> you have to say that a bit again sorry if we, if we just asked her, if we just asked her on the podcast she would actually just do it Oh, yeah, definitely. And actually, she did say that she would come on the podcast this season, post-jury. She's got a get-out get out clause for that one now. There is no jury. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it was really nice. 
thank you for coming, Arissa. Thank you for coming, everybody else that was there. Who it was really fun. It was really fun. Um, yeah, and it did make it really fun, actually. Mm. And like you say, you don't get to see your friends now. So what I like about this, the whole lockdown thing, has kind of opened up potential to socialise online. It has, actually. I, like, I did a video chat with my mum. <laughs> <laughs> which i had never ever done it was very amusing <laughs> she's oh, like, oh, my teeth and eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah it was it was funny so but also like to socialize internationally so mm. on that we had people in canada and the us and the uk and you yeah know, it's so easy to do it but in the past no one really thought of it no i think i do think that will definitely improve in the future yeah and, and going back to what we were saying about um sort of ways of working in the future i think yeah no boss could ever say to us oh you can't work from home again no <laughs> it's just like yeah i'm gonna i'm definitely gonna ask to work from home another day a week so i don't want to come in to london and i work on fucking oxford street like you cannot socially distance from people on fucking oxford street it's the busiest street in the whole of the uk so yeah. I'm yeah I need to I'm just scared about like touching like the escalator things and the poles on the tube and all that Blech. yeah I mean I would say we almost certainly when we get sick it's gonna be from commuting nine times out of ten yeah like, even when I was on the train just before the office was shut down I mean I pulled down one of the um little t- table tray things oh that crevice was like so much fluff and dirt uh, where all that shit lives and then you put mm. your cup on it book on it and you touch it and then you scratch your eye and that's how you get it i still can't get over the fact we went to that bawley ballerson and was just rolling around in their balls just like that just seems insane that we did that just before all of this i'm so glad we did it then as well and that yeah. brown was like from the usa like it was so close to the sort of cutoff point but I'm also convinced that you were the first person to get ill from those balls. I know, from that. That could, that could have been COVID-19. Who knows? It could, it could have been. There's no you way that that place can survive coronavirus. No fucking way. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can restrict people in the ball pool and, like, not let them touch each other. But imagine... Not as much fun, is it? Pool, like, all of the shit that's growing in there is like, Ugh. Oh, my God. Funny. We won't know if, unless we get an antibody test if we actually had it, and we're not. Mm. No one's going to get one of those now. No. But I do feel a little bit like invincible because, well, not invincible, but like Corona can't touch me now because I think I already had it, which is a mm. bit probably. You should be careful about saying things like that. Why? Because it tempts fate, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. I do. I believe in that. I feel quite smug about being in a relationship. I'm not saying you, but I've done that before where I've been very, very smug in a relationship and feeling very, very pleased with myself and like, yeah, I've got this dust and then it all just cut falling to pieces. So I'm never complacent like that these days. I'm grateful for every second I get. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but you can also be confident. Hmm. I would rather err on the side of caution. Uh, that is, I think it's your nature, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> damaged goods. Oh my god, that's not very nice. That's no, fun. Okay. You can talk. You... <laughs> <laughs> no, but you judge future situations based on past experience and like. Everyone does. Yeah, I suppose. But you're predisposed to expect the negative. That's what I think. No, I just expect the unexpected. Always comes back around. Right, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions from my list. Are you ready? Sure. What have you learned about yourself on lockdown? Oh, God, that's like a big brother question. Do you know what you've learned about yourself? Have you got something? No. About this. You learn anything about yourself. Oh yeah, I have actually. That no matter how much time I have, I'm still not gonna fucking write a book or do anything useful. <laughs> <laughs> actually yeah. it really pissed it really pissed me off, like no offense, Karen, and my friend Mel, who said uh when I was moaning about being bored or whatever, and uh, my friend Mel said, You're a writer, just write. And then Rowan said, Oh, you and Gaz can sort out the podcast or whatever. And I thought I don't want to do either of those fucking things. I'm just going to sit on my ass and watch Night of Dave Beyonce. And I got quite aggrieved about it. <laughs> what around saying we can sort out the podcast? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, don't, I don't know. So we do need to sort it out, like, sort out our videos or, I don't know. Like, you can work on the podcast more. If we do doing, which we haven't done. I just realised, no matter how much time you've got, your you natural do- disposition to do stuff is... If you were a fucking lottery winner, you still wouldn't fucking write a book. You'd do fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. I've learned. No, I second that because I had full intentions to like list so many things on eBay because I've got all boxes and stuff that I don't need. And has a single thing gone on eBay yet? No. No. But don't you think it's quite hard to make it now? Like, there's nothing like you don't really need that money at the moment unless you know not going out. You're not spending money like that you're not buying clothes so it's like oh well what's the point and what's I just feel that's how I feel all the time like what the fuck is the point in anything like I just feel like meh. <laughs> mm, I don't think I feel like what's the point in anything I feel like this has basically just been like an extended weekend it's just like one massive weekend mm. and I love a long I, weekend I already know that I can do very little with my time. Hmm. So, not like new information. But actually, do you know, I don't know if lockdown, not necessarily lockdown's taught me this, but in the past, since having my, my new job, I've realised like I can be on time. Like, I was very sad <laughs> being on time for anything before, even work. Like, I'd be always late and like. <laughs> when did you be on time. <laughs> was that last week when you forgot we were doing the podcast and I waited around all day for you? No. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> made me realise I can also be absolutely awful as a friend as well. <laughs> You're not that bad. No, I just felt terrible about that because did you? I just no, I actually did. And did Dan, you? Was like, Dan had to like talk me down because. I was really? like so about how I've made you feel. Oh. And, but he was I like, well, I never put that your mouth in my life. Carry on. Yeah, he, Dan was like, but will Lindsay get over it? And I was like, yeah, I suppose so. But like, like, he was trying to be like, it's not as much of a big deal. But I was like, really 
really upset because I was like, how can you just forget that you were going to do that? And she was waiting for you. And also because you thought my, my nan had died. Well, I thought something might have happened with her. Context, my nan fell over twice in a week. And obviously at the moment, no one's supposed to go around. She's old. You're not supposed to be around old people because they can die of corona. And then... <laughs> Knee splash. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest concern was if she's fallen to... Actually, wait, wait, wait. The whole context is... Let's get back to this apology. No, not really. <laughs> go on. Yeah. Again. Get back to this apology. No, we'll, cut. we'll circle back to that. Yeah. Um... The context is for my birthday, my dad and my grandma clubbed together to buy me a dishwasher, which turned up, which I ordered and turned up. So uh, in in lockdown, you can still get a dishwasher delivered within three days. Do they plan it for you? No, but actually my landlord needs to do something in the kitchen to make it cleanable. Like he needs to change the pipe. When I viewed the place, they'd agreed to do that for me if I'd got a dishwasher. So now I've got one. So that turned up. So I wanted to say thank you to my nan and just tell her that it was a hit, it had arrived. And then I called up and she's like, oh, I'm on the floor. And I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, I fell over and I can't get up. And I was like, okay, well, how long have you been there? And she's like, quarter to three or whatever. And I think it was like half or quarter to four. And it was half four. So it was like 45 minutes that my nan's been on the floor. And I'm like. How did she find anyone else? Or she was just, she wasn't going to do anything chilling i don't really know i think she was just waiting she was trying to wait to build up the strength or the energy to get up i think awesome. recharging but um <laughs> <laughs> so i was like you're gonna have to tell my dad because she didn't want to tell my dad because my dad will say like oh you can't live independently anymore that's what mm. she's worried about mm. she's kind of in about the fact that she can't and she's fallen mm. over twice in a week obviously she can't and mm-hmm. she's also moved home, which, um, not home, a house, which is a bungalow. So it's got no stairs anymore. So that's more accessible. But even so, apparently it's still a challenge. Um, but my concern was that she might end up in hospital. And then if you go, go into hospital, you probably, you could very easily contract corona. And that's mm. probably out, especially mm. what, if you ever hear my nan breathing down the phone, like, mm. that's not good. Yeah. So uh, you get pneumonia, it's game over. But um, yeah. but then she did say to me a few weeks ago, she thinks she'd be better off dead. So oh, it's nice when old people say that, isn't it? Horrible. It's long oh. enough. Yeah. All my friends are dead. It's like oh fucking hell. <laughs> I think she struggles because like she's not very, she's quite immobile. She's got hip problems. She's got diabetes. She's overweight. To be honest, you're the only person I can think of. I know that still has their nan alive. Really? Yeah, like oh, everyone I've like mine died about fifteen odd years ago. Well, Jack, can't his grandparents alive? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, weird. My nan's no, they're not. No, I think my nan's eighty-four. Hmm. A few years, depending on her health. Yeah. Well, her house not great, so I don't know. No. But mm. but you should appreciate her while she's while she's around. I should, but also 
I feel like lockdown is making her more needy. Right. Because she obviously has she has like a cleaner that usually comes in. That can't happen now. And she right. has who might drop in and now she has no one. And obviously she knows that I'm free all the time as well. So <laughs> she's like she kinda of hounds you a little bit on the phone. Yeah, I guess you gotta just let her because she's probably lonely. Yeah. She is. And she bought you a fucking dishwasher. That ain't cheap. Club together. I managed to get Sorry. up to 200 quid from my work um, benefits side. Oh, yeah. yeah. A lot of money for your birthday. Give me so much, giving me so much support, actually. And I'm really mm. grateful for it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. If you're watching this, uh, Gaz's man. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> you obviously knew that had happened the day before and then you were trying to get in touch with and I didn't even see these notifications on my phone wasn't really looking at my phone that day um so you thought something awful had happened to my nan so that's why I felt particularly bad you Mm. know that if something had terrible had happened I probably would have told you yeah okay that is true yeah and to be honest 80% of me thought it's just Gaz being a dick and Mm. uh to be honest, I wasn't that bothered by it. It's more the people around me that are bothered by it. Okay. <laughs> she goes, how can you do that? How can you just forget and just... Because of you. He's always early and he's very... But to be honest, I just accept that as being part of you. It's fucking annoying, but that's just how you are and you ain't going to change. So there's nothing I can really do about it. But you got to know that other people get pissed off it bad, not just Jack. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Going back to me being on time, that's what I realised with my job is like I can actually like hold a routine for a job. Mm. And part of me when I was like working in a restaurant, it was shift work. Obviously, I could sleep late and do wasn't early starts. I could kind of choose when I wanted to work, and I thought that I was going to become a personal trainer, and then I'd totally work off my own schedule. But mm. actually, now I have to a schedule of, a, of an office job and even if I end up working at home I'll have to stick to a schedule of mm. office hours but um yeah I can do that but also I can also in my own time be just as lazy as I ever was and just lose entire hours doing fuck knows what so for clarity does this mean you're not going to be late in future absolutely not so <laughs> <laughs> no. You think though, this is my honest, I've said this a million times on the podcast. Some people are just late people, some people are just early people, that's just in their DNA. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, but, it, but I think people could end up falling out of you over it. Not, not anyone in particular, just because it's so a lack of people's time and feelings. Yeah, no. Whereas being early just means you're super wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Do you want another another question? Yeah, go for it. Have you discovered you have any hidden talents in lockdown? (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear yours. Um, I don't have any. (laughs) Hidden talents? No, but I've cooked some really good food. Oh, yeah. You're a good housewife. Yeah. No, I really am. I do like looking after people as well. So, like, there's a little part of me that likes to do laundry for Dan and Mm. and cook for him and, like, provide. I do like to provide. But um, I think 
I've been cooking food that I wouldn't normally type, t- sort of types of food that I wouldn't normally cook. So like, for example, I made a white sauce. I know that won't appeal to you, but like, all you do is like put butter and flour and heat it in a pan and then start to add milk. And then you've got like a white sauce, like stuff oh. like that, which seems like difficult or or complex or something you need to buy. Actually, you can do it yourself. Yeah really resourceful with how I stock my freezer and mm. just like making meals out of like whatever is just there that's what I've yeah done. I've been quite resourceful and I've surprised myself sometimes like I made a um what was it a haddock gratin so that was like <laughs> that was like uh, <laughs> greens on the bottom which should have been spinach but I used greens because that's what I had and then um, had it with white sauce and potato layered on top with cheese Ooh. and like it looks really good and I don't normally cook like that normally yeah. when I cook like, one pot stuff like spaghetti bolognese or curry or whatever but yeah I've been cooking in a different way it's not a did hidden it, talent did it taste nice yeah all yeah. of my all of the meals I've done have been really good admittedly a lot of them are Jamie Oliver stuff <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't matter and when I tell Dan he's like He's got a vendetta against Jamie Oliver because when he was at school, he liked eating turkey Twizzlers. <laughs> Jamie Oliver took him away. So Dan, Jamie Oliver this, Jamie Oliver that. But yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm on Dan's side here. <laughs> so did you see? Ja- well, you're not really a, you're not really into food, so probably wouldn't no. have watched it. But Jamie did a show in response to lockdown called like cook and keep calm and cook or cook and carry on or something keep like calm that and, keep calm and waz it up <laughs> <laughs> so this show like he was trying to basically teach people how they could make stuff from the store cupboard ingredients they had and also using the freezer as well which is not stuff I've learned from Jamie I've just been doing it myself but like um it was also supposed to be easy things where if you didn't have this you could use that and he did like three episodes in his studio and then lockdown happened and he started having to do it off of his phone yeah. <laughs> in this show and like originally initially it started off like really good and then lockdown happened and it was him in his kitchen with a with a phone trying to like shoot the shots that he'd normally do in a cooking show but all also not that good and then the next film it for him or is it one of his kids he was helping <laughs> and, like hear his kids in the background like fighting with each other and stuff <laughs> it was obviously I think when he does his his shows are in a studio kitchen obviously it's not where he lives mm. um, and then the next episode was like a clip show of his uh, uh, his old shows because <laughs> I was like obviously oh, <laughs> so they've, bad they've given up on him <laughs> tell, tried, tell, tell Dan this from me Jamie Oliver Jamie Oliver looks these days not good <laughs> Not good, man. <laughs> He's definitely put on some weight. He needs to practice what he preaches. This is the problem. This is what I'm scared of. Like, okay, I'm only, I've just turned 34, but I'm worried that, like, it's, you get fat from this age, like, towards 40. Oh. I'm just going to be downhill from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't want to get that that my dad developed. Oh, the paunch. Yeah. I couldn't really say because I'm always down my way anyway, mainly up to be honest. 
But do you know what? Since I've stopped eating all this McDonald's, you think, oh, I'd be like super skinny now. But because I'm not walking anywhere, I'm just the same. Shit. I thought, I want, you know. Are you not doing that anymore? You're going to the park a lot. Yeah, we've been going to the park. We've been walking to Lidl, you know, which is at Rose Hill. Um, We've not been doing it every day. Probably like every other day. So, oh, I've been doing Just Dance, but I've only done it like. You really don't like what? Just Dance is a game on the Switch. Yeah, but you really don't like what, did you say? Oh, I've, I've only done it about four times. Oh. <laughs> it's, but I thought that I would be skinny just because I'm eating so much less takeaways. But no. What are you eating now? Do you not want to talk about that on the pod? No, I don't give a fuck. Um, we're just eating like, I don't know, like bacon sandwiches and like rolls and chicken chips. <laughs> does Jack does Jack eat like a array like of a, like with with sauce and vegetables and stuff or not? He eats with a lot of ketchup and mayo. <laughs> yeah. He just eats like a toddler, so he's fine with me. Fine. Yeah, because I thought I don't. I thought that could could pose a potential challenge because obviously you have quite a limited yeah. diet. Yeah. Fit around or if he needs to cook for himself or whatever. Yeah, no, I, I feel bad because like, he was going out probably eating quite healthy. Going out me, he's quite happy to eat the shit that I'm eating. But obviously, he watches his weight because he used to be bigger. So he's, you know, counts his calories. So. Uh, have you taken advantage of the McDonald's that are now delivering? Is that reachable no, to your. No, there's not one near us. <laughs> Know, but, you know, I will have one, obviously. <laughs> I've, been, I've been missing restaurants. So a couple of weeks ago on, um, I think it was, it was the night they did that uh, big night in, which was just coincidental. Hmm. The charity, like Children in Need, wasn't it? Right. Um, I kind of simulated a Pizza Express experience. Ah, cool. I went to Sainsbury's and I bought Pizza Express branded pizzas mm. and their the dressing and their dough balls and serve it like in my house in courses, like did a starter and a main oh, and I cool. put on the playlist for Pizza Express on Spotify as well. They have a, ja- a jazz, <laughs> jazz bar in Covent Garden or Soho, no, Covent Garden, I think. So I had like a Pizza Express jazz list. So I like put that uh-huh. on and put a Put a candle on the table and was like just pretending it was a restaurant. Uh, that's cool. And does it? Did it taste? Did it taste good? Yeah, I mean the pizzas they're pretty good for like shop bought ones. That's not as mm. great being the restaurant, but yeah, no, they're, they're decent enough. <laughs> <laughs> just... And then the other one, no, go on. The other one I miss is Honest Burgers, which you know I love their burgers. Oh yeah. And I missed out because they started doing like delivery of like kits to make their burgers. And but it was like a they did this honesty box thing, so you could it was like a donation. And I should have done that because I probably could have got it for quite good value. Not that I would have yeah. given a shit, you know, <laughs> like you know. Um, but they were releasing them at like 11 a.m. on consecutive days, and they were selling out like that. Uh, and I well, take it they've all gone now. Yeah, they've stopped it now. Yeah, sadly. What were you about to say? Oh, just. Quite fun, which I'd recommend to 
you and viewers is uh no not drugs um <laughs> is a uh, youtube karaoke youtube karaoke yeah you ever done that uh is it is it like with other people online or just no YouTube? no you just type in a name of a song you like on youtube and put the word karaoke and if it's a popular song which would be more like a song you fucking like than i do that's a great bite with what they've got on there um no actually there is quite a few stories but you just sing along with it you realize like how difficult it is to fucking sing when the other person you know the real singer is singing and the songs you thought you were good at singing mm, not so much <laughs> Like when we went to Lucky Voice with Ran. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ran's taking a picture of it on this. She was rather shrill. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, a really, that's actually a really fun thing to do. Are you going to try and do that? YouTube karaoke? Maybe not. Honestly, it's really fun. But you know Dan can really sing. Oh, he'll love it then. Yeah, well... Yeah, I could do it. I'm, all right, I'll try it. It's better not to be, to be honest, it's better not to be able to sing, I think. If you can sing well, it puts the other person on. <laughs> yeah, like you. Probably. That's my problem. <laughs> it's pretty fun. I think Dad would enjoy it. Yeah. Definitely. And I, viewers, I think you would enjoy that too. I need the toilet. Can I go for a wee? I actually want to go as well. Should we both go? Oh, wait, pause. Oh, no. Let's take it in turns because we're booked to the bill. You go. Sorry. He's very unbothered. Um, that was rare to get there. Did he actually say sorry there? It was borderline. Interesting. He has changed in lockdown. Viewers, stroke listeners. Sorry about the sound quality on this, though. I mean, I don't know what the sound quality is like, but I'm just assuming it's terrible. But we do. can do Zoom, but it's like, what, 45 minutes uh, maximum. So, oh, God, I'm not very good at filling, am I? Uh, hmm. We need booze. Drinking in the daytime, though, it's just I've been doing quite well with drinking, like just drinking sort of not even every other day, I'd say every third third day, but then drinking quite a lot of the weekends. So it's like, hmm, quite reasonable. Not been eating that much, actually. <laughs> monologuing, <laughs> I, I, like... <laughs> I hate monologuing. You're so you're I... much better at it than me. <laughs> right, I'm going now, so you're gonna have to do it. <laughs> what shall I talk to the people about by myself? No, no input. <laughs> you see Tally? Yeah. There you go. Very chilled. <laughs> and yeah, the quality of this probably is going to be terrible. So half the time I can't actually hear you. I think we should have done it on Zoom, but we would have been cut off after 45 minutes, which actually might have been a blessing. Let's have a look. Maybe I should go through my list, but I need Lindsay here to comment and give her input. Let's have a look. Okay. I've got my top three things to do in quarantine. No, actually, there are top five things to do in quarantine. Actually, now it looks like I'm just talking to a cat. Sally. 
<laughs> oh yeah. No, so now it just looks like I'm talking to the cat. <laughs> I was going to start going through my list, but I realised that you weren't here to put in the input. Right, I'm back. Okay, so let's start going through my top things to do in quarantine. Go on. And if we've if we've also done them, I bet you've done these. So obviously the first one is binge a TV series or two. Mm-hmm. What are you watching in quarantine? What have you been watching in lockdown? Uh, 90 Day Fiance. I need to know about Where are you watching 90 Day Fiance? TLC. Have I you don't Sky? No. Uh, you've got to watch it. It's the best reality show, except for Big Brother. <laughs> you know what's, do you know what's good about it? I'll tell you what's good about it. It's kind of real. It feels real. You know how the thing we hate about reality shows is when it's scripted. And there is yeah. the odd bit that it's a bit dubious. But on the whole, it feels real. When they have like proper arguments on it, or when it's a bit of a controlling relationship, or a bit of a... It just feels very real. And there's loads of just shocking moments. Someone got mugged with a machete on the last episode I watched. fill me in on the premise i'm guessing these are people that don't know each other it's people who they've basically been dating sort of online in a variety of ways or they might have met someone on holiday abroad and then they have not they come to america on this k1 visa it's called and they have 90 days to decide whether to get married or not and if not they have to go back like you legally have to get married within those 90 days okay yeah so some relationships just totally falter and then others are okay and some of them are like mormons and some of them are like some old guy with some 20 year old like filipino girl or something that's really creepy it's mm. interesting um some of them are just like horrible bitches and the men are just like desperate losers like it sounds awful but it's so entertaining and now there's this other one called before the 90 days which is before they even decide to get engaged. So just when, say, couples have been talking online and they just meet each other, even worse, they meet, they decide they don't really like each other. So then there's even more drama. So there's just so many spin-off shows to it. It's so entertaining. We literally watch it day with each one of our girls. We watch it. <laughs> so that again, you literally we, what? We watch it three times a day with every meal. <laughs> 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 you off to dinner sometimes it sounds like some creepy relationships in there it's honestly it's so entertaining and then they have a reunion show at the end where all the couples meet and they just have a massive barney with each other and just pick each other out for their behavior during the series it's so funny so i didn't <laughs> have like a real world connection i thought it was put together by the show i thought it was a bit like married right. at first sight no it's not they've they've met like normally like online uh, online dating app or something like that and it's quite nice. Not mm. normally, though. It's <laughs> like a normal couple on it. But normally, they're just fucking nuts. And it's very, very good. It's, if you've got nothing to watch, I'm talking to the listeners of you, and you're thinking of something to watch, just fucking watch this. There's so many fucking episodes of it. You'll be sorted till fucking September. But at least next September. Honestly, it's so good. This has been out for a while in the US, then. Yeah, we watched like seven series, seven seasons of just the original show, and now we're on, now we're on season two of the Before the Night Days. And then Ninety Day, if you don't say the other way, uh, the American person is in the other country. 
That sounds fun. Yeah. So it's honestly, uh, it sounds shit when I describe it, but it's so good. This is the same with Animal Crossing. All my bit mad. Animal Crossing looks rubbish. Sounds rubbish. You first and then like three days later you're fucking hooked it's just yeah. like what am i doing i'm shaking these trees i'm chopping down trees i've got yeah. bloody joseph coming to visit wearing a harry potter outfit it's like what is going on oh <laughs> it's so fucking addictive i've been hours at a time four hours at a time yeah i can't explain what's good about it but there's something very very addictive about that game quite insidious i actually think they invented this game to keep people pacified during coronavirus oh it's part of the conspiracy yeah <laughs> even though i think it was out beforehand probably <laughs> and the shift more switch consoles as well yeah why hasn't dan got animal crossing he doesn't uh, he thinks he won't like it he that's the thing he will because that's exactly what i thought he will yeah. like it. You need to get it for him. Uh, he will fucking love it, but you'll never see him again. Exactly. It'll take up so much <laughs> of his time. He's currently still playing um, Zelda. I know what he's playing because I see him pop up on my thing. Luigi's Mansion he's playing. He's, he doesn't like that one so much. I see got it. it. Yeah, he just revived it recently, but he's been playing <laughs> Fire, Emblem, Fire Emblem, which looks like sort of Japanese Harry Potter spin-off. Oh, it's yeah. an RPG, and it all just looks like text on a screen which for me looks boring oh, but he's um, he's downloaded this expansion pack for zelda I oh, yeah. you zelda for you or not probably not no but i know what zelda is but i just, I just look like the goblins and the, you know emeralds and shit yeah you yeah. know uh, um and i think he he likes pokemon so that's probably like he'd probably more like to invest time in pokemon than animal crossing but uh, i think he, he would love he animal crossing it looks a bit. It tough. looks it looks shit. That's exactly what I said. It looks rubbish. It looks like it's for five year olds. And I was like, what's good about it? Luke was like, oh, you do this, do that. I thought that sounds rubbish. But I thought I've got nothing better to do. I bought it. I was like, this is shit. And then about three days later, boom, hooked. Yeah. You just go in the shot. You chop down the trees. Pick the fruit, you go in the shot. They go. What are you selling your shit? Go away. Fucking this Tom Nook character, this fucking raccoon, he could play because you owe me fucking 200,000 bells. He's like, you better get to work. But you get to work. You start cutting down them trees. And then you want to in the house. He's like, oh, I want an album. He's like, that'll be 500,000 bells. Get to work. And off you go. Catching fish, fucking catching dragonflies. You do it because he tells you. You don't mess with him. He sounds. <laughs> like a bit sort of dark and threatening I don't know, I, know. If I, that right. I, I, I was searching for stuff about Animal Crossing and someone had put in is Tom Nook a villain he's <laughs> <laughs> a villain he's just the mortgage broker <laughs> actually the best thing about it I'll shut up about it now is it's so non-threatening nothing bad actually ever happens like there's no boss to defeat like, the worst no. thing that happens is some twat lives on the island there's one guy on my island who reminds me of you he, I'm trying to get him. He is always trying to make me exercise. <laughs> He's always like weightlifting and working out. He's like strutting around, like, yeah, getting his fucking biceps out. I keep hitting him over the head with my neck, trying to get him to leave. And then he just goes, Oh, you've upset me, but he won't leave. Are you ready? Oh, and then, I'm your you are? 
How was he on your island? Exactly. Was that your he was just he was there when I moved in. Uh, <laughs> You're on uh, his yeah. island. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, <laughs> yesterday I went to James BB North's island. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It's, it's like never it's like Neverland. He has got he's not got a roller coaster, but he might as well have. It was just like beautiful past like fucking I don't know what was on there, but it was like majestic i was embarrassed that he'd come to my island first i was like oh let's be looking down um, yeah, he had this little villager on his island who i like he's like a little angry fellow like a little grumpy thing and james was hitting him trying to get rid of him i was like i want this one can't we swap he's so annoying i want the little angry squirrel instead i've got this fucking workout fucking twat Ugh. is that workout person a real person no he's just a little animal no, but is it like a player in real no, life? No, he's called Coach. Ugh. Uh, so it's a it's a computer generated. Yeah, it's a computer generated. He's a little dickhead. But honestly, <laughs> James's island was just oh my god! I want to move there. It was beautiful. Had James curated his own island? Is that why? Yeah, I say if honestly, it was like it was like I don't know Narnia. No, better than that. What? Utopia. It was Utopia. I want to live there. So yeah, that was it was nice to pop and see James. And it has been nice to sort of socialize with people on there like um Laurie's kid, um Carrie, Joseph, uh Andrew. There's so many people who have kind of been and visited their island on there. It's quite cute really. And you don't you can even open your gates and you close me alone today I don't want to talk to him but I send like Gary like little gifts like I sent him like a sweatshirt and he sent me a little rocking horse back I don't know it sounds stupid but it's really cute <laughs> absolutely preposterous um and if you're doing the audio thing you can just freely talk like we are now yeah you can just you just go on your phone on an app because I was talking to Trivia and uh honestly Trivia talks so much like Laurie they just sound like the same person. They just sound exactly, exactly the same. It's so funny. Their island was not. Their island was nice, but not as nice. <laughs> Supreme. Does it? Does it draw you in by having like time limits on things? It like, draws you in because you want to get the better stuff. You want to get yeah. more stuff, more and more stuff, and you want to make your house as nice as possible. Which sounds, but it it just. And then there's other little things that go on as well, like little activities and shit. I don't know. It's really hard to explain, but once you start playing it, you're, you're fucked. You're totally I've fucked. got a problem as well, because I'm playing this game on my phone, which is um, this Disney game. <laughs> yeah. It's called Sorcerer's Arena, and, like, you can collect all the characters. Yeah. It's like a level. You've got to, like, level them all up. Oh, and, yeah. Like, you have to wait for, like, the energy to replenish itself so like, mm-hmm. once your energy comes back you want to go back in and play again and to you're, level not up spending, all the characters... you're not spending actual money on that are you no that's the <laughs> thing i'm not so it's really progress but like you want to like get all of the little get all these <laughs> up so you can like get all the powers <laughs> it's so time and if you do all of your achievements every day you get like extra points and extra diamonds and stuff oh, yeah mm. I've been too much time on this daily because I want to get my daily achievements unlocked. 
Don't you think these things are just, they're just pacifying us, aren't they? I wish I'd never started it, but now I can't leave. That's what I'm like with Animal Crossing. I'm like, if I hadn't downloaded Animal Crossing, I could be writing that new book. Uh, and I could be doing the first day kick girl audio book, but I still fucking wouldn't be. That's the whole point. <laughs> it's impossible. Can I get an audio book? I really want to do the first day kick girl audio book. But it's impossible to get a moment of peace and quiet where Tao is not meowing, there's not someone shouting outside. That's my excuse. Yeah. There's my excuse. Yeah, no, for that, you'd have to go to a studio. Exactly. Well, I did the first chapter. <laughs> that was the end. That was the end. <laughs> I will try. Don't you feel like this guilt all the time? Like, oh, I, I should be doing something. I should be no. doing something. I, should. I do. I feel it all the time. You shouldn't. And also, I think there's a lot of pressure a lot of pressure on people to do all these stuff which they aren't doing and which they would never would normally do mm. and I think for people that are working from home it's really hard to be as productive and people have got a lot of pressure but like it is harder to be productive when you're working from home it's a completely different way to work people have got kids in their lives and yes. other people I don't know how people are, I don't know how people are working from home with kids like as nuts exactly I um, know but then don't you feel like oh well, we're not even having to work and so we should be doing it instead and then we're not and it's like ah! no <laughs> <laughs> I think I, this is a, this is a personal thing because I've always felt like this because because I you know always wanted to be a writer and blah 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 and uh, what just whenever you're not writing you always feel guilty and in the past few years like I've just sat off writing last but now I'm like oh now I should really be doing it again so now I'm feeling guilty again so it's just like oh uh, uh, that's <laughs> If you have a gym membership, you don't go. Yeah. It's like my gym is open 24-7 when it's open, which means I'm literally not there at any time. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm also not there at any time when I could be. Are you going to cancel your gym membership now? Uh, I did think about that. Mm. I managed to get my membership down to £27 a month, so it's not that expensive, uh, also through work. But, um, Surely they should be, it should be on pause right now. Oh, yeah. At the moment, um, but I can do quite a lot with what I got. So if I got some more home gym equipment, especially in the summer, I'd probably be more inclined to do more at home. Yeah. But at the same time, of equipment in the gym, I could never get in my house. Yeah. March is too expensive as well. Mm. <laughs> so what? We'll see. What, have, what have you been? Fuck the gym. What have you been watching? <laughs> um, so. Dan and I got Disney Plus. Oh, is it good? Oh, yeah, if you like Disney content, which obviously I yeah. do, but yeah. we actually haven't watched much Disney content. We've watched all the Marvel films. I don't know if yeah, you like no. superhero no. films. No. no. So I kind of wasn't either, but Dan really mm. is. And if you watch them all from the very start to the end, they all intertwine. And actually, it's a really well-told and well-constructed universe. So I mm. grew in your appreciation. Marvel films because of that um and kind of fully understood why Dan was so mad about it okay that's cool um which is nice because he's just watched all of Star Wars with me and I think he now understands Star Wars and I now understand Marvel so we've like done a geek exchange Mm. um that's great those are very straight franchises you do both be into Like some straight things. Straight. Nah, there's lots of gay people into. No, actually, that's not. They're not that straight. I think about it. Men in spandex. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I've just, we've just yesterday got up to date with Killing Eve. Do you like it? 
Oh, I like the first series, but I thought the second series was shit, and the third one we just gave up on. Really? Yeah, it's just, what is the fucking point of it now? Can you explain something to me? I've seen the yeah. second series, right? Why yeah. are they just, like, working together in the second series? Ain't she trying to arrest her? It just makes no sense to me. Oh, why well, does she start working with Villanelle? Yeah, why? Mm. The whole point of the show is she's trying, she fucking killed her mate. Spoiler. And now, no, I don't get it. Because she needed Villanelle to get to the bottom of the 12. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think they hired Villanelle, didn't they? Yeah. Basically, they had to bring her onto the inside in order to get to the bottom of what's running oh, the I operation. see. I then, see. I don't think that was well explained. And also, the problem me and Jack have with it, I think Jack is actually turning me against it, because I, I did enjoy it. Too many poshos in it. And also, that second series was written by someone called Emerald Fennel, and that's not putting. Um, <laughs> Emerald Fennel? <laughs> Fennel. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, There's a producer on it. There's a producer on it with a first name, Thurlow, with a T-H. How <laughs> weird is that? That is weird. That's just rude, rubbing salt in the wounds. I do think that the, I do think the main characters in it are really good, especially Jodie Comer. She's yeah. she's unbelievable. But I've just gone off that show. Her accents are incredible. The way she yeah. like becomes a character, I find it amazing. I've just honestly Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer, and also the woman who plays Carolyn. I just think they're such good portrayals of the characters. For me, I love mm. everything about. Them. And also, did you, did you like Fleabag? Yeah. Because Phoebe Waller-Bridge is like a producer of Killing Eve. And I feel yeah, like... She, she wrote the first series, which is why the first series was good. Yeah. This this third series is a complete gear change. It's really dark, actually, and Eve's really down. But it's still good. Um, it I'm over it. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe I should try watching it and just catch it. Enough, it's like, oh, this posh person, that posh person. So what? I know, but posh- he hates posh people and things. I don't know why. You know me, I like a posh show, like Ben and Big Brother. Throwback. Yeah, but Carolyn is very posh, the character of Carolyn, but I think like she plays it so well that it's not off-putting, but then mm. I don't mind posh people, I suppose. But, um... What, what else? Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm also benefit from the fact that I just watched it all in one go. Oh, yeah. Had watched series one, but I wanted to watch it again, and Dan hadn't seen any of it. So like, oh, that's cool. Just watched it as if it was a continuation, and series two starts right after thirty seconds later, doesn't it? So yeah, one continuation. Um, and then the other thing, go on. What did you have to say? No, go on. The other thing that we binge watched in a couple of days was Too Hot to Handle, which you took quite a long time to watch. That fucking program. It was so good. It was so rubbish. I thought it was brilliant. Go on then, what was so good about it? I thought it was like a pastiche of the dating reality show. Was it actually a pastiche? I think so, because those people were drawn to that show on the pretense that it was going to be a dating show and that they'd be able to, you know, be put in themselves wherever they wanted. And then the twist was they couldn't. They couldn't touch anyone. Mm. I think it was more of a like send up of like Love Island type shows 
<laughs> you're giving it you're giving it too much credit the first three or four episodes i definitely felt that and then i thought it started to get a little bit too serious of it. it's like a, it's an experience where we're supposed to learn that oh for fuck's sake have to form a relationship which is also a problem that love is blind had as well it was like these people mm. are trying to learn how to form a relationship mm. it's just funnier when you take the piss out of them and then take money away from them for kissing and mm. when those two sabotaged the prize fund and had their own kiss i thought that was really entertaining but why did they just like girl the only entertaining person on that program like oh sorry she had to go because she was entertaining by oh yeah and they just like cut her out yeah what the fuck because she was being rebellious wasn't she oh great we don't want the rebellious person on the reality show fuck it's like when big brother threw kitten out fucking stupid they don't know how to run their own show the stupid show everyone on it was a complete arsehole uh, the whole put thing at the end. Oh yeah, just share the money. What? Fuck uh, off. Was, fuck out of the end was disappointing. They should have uh, should have given it to the actual couple. Mm. Yeah. One no, because they broke the rules. They broke the rules. Because there was Francesca and Harry, and then it was Sharon and oh. Yeah, Sharon and. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I just realised I forgot all their names. Francesca and Harry, yeah, they were weird. Yeah. They didn't seem like a couple that were working the outside world, but apparently they are still together. Are they? Yeah. Well, she lives in Canada, he lives in Australia. How the fuck is that working? Uh, I don't know. I saw a picture of them on Instagram. Yeah, at some point. How are they together now? Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda. Rhonda. I knew it was like an old lady name. Well, she... <laughs> to a kid on FaceTime that was weird that was weird yeah and he didn't have a top on it's like mate put a shirt on it's like, awesome respect <laughs> weird it's really weird like, you're like bearing your body while you're meeting this kid <laughs> yeah I don't know why you're into that show so much that, that's a show that people watch to tell anything else to do including myself I really liked the narrator I thought she was really funny she was funny yeah it's a bit like me, the way she narrated it as a bit of a piss take. Yeah, I know what you mean. The only way I've managed to get back to watch the show with me and do video, there's videos of me and Jack watching that on our BB on Blast Facebook page. The only way I've got to do that was allow him to drink while we did it and not have a drink otherwise. <laughs> Bribe him to do it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. It reminded me of Big Brother because Lana was like a Big Brother style entity who oversaw the whole thing and like would pop up at any time and seemed a little bit like something to be feared or they were all like Lana. <laughs> they didn't fear her that much. They just all carried on getting off of each other anyway. Stupid. Well, I, oh, I like and... Go on. And I thought it was better than Love is Blind. A lot better. Oh, I didn't. Love is blind was better. Like love is blind as shit. You should watch Temptation Island. There's only two series of it. It's so good. Only two series. Yeah, Amer- of the American version, the new new version, anyway. Right. It's so good. And another thing that I've been going on and on about, which you won't be interested in, is Succession, which not. I don't think you'll like it. It's like um, about this company who are all like stabbing each other in the back and they run this big media corporation, which sounds boring as fuck. 
but it's so fucking good. It's so funny, and the characters in it are so good. You might like it. I don't know. What's it called? Succession. Is this American? It's American. I've got it in my Dropbox if anyone wants it. It's got Brian Cox in it. Not that one. Uh, It's got uh, Kieran Kieran Culkin. Honestly, it's so good. It's written by the writers of Peep Show. Oh, that's but it's weird. American and it's a drama and the budget is fucking odd. It's such a fucking good show, honestly. It's so good. My I can't track. quite. Ex- I can't explain it. It's very. It's like all stabbing each other in the back, just doing each other over, and just, everyone in it is a complete arsehole, but it's so entertaining. I might really, try it. Honestly, it's really good. I've got it in my Dropbox if you want to try it. Uh, anyone, if you want to watch Succession, I'll give you the link. You need to watch it. <laughs> it's that good. <laughs> um, anything else? Right. For TV. Fine for TV. We kind of watching that. We're only about halfway through it. What's it? It's like a true crime documentary. You might like that actually. Jinx. The Jinx. Jinx. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Um, it's on. No, it's on Sky. Uh. But I'm not it. really sure where it's going. I'll tell you afterwards whether it's worth watching or not. It's quite interesting, though. Um, I think you watched Tiger No, I, I, the reason why I didn't was I can't look at those animals in those cages. It just freaks me That's out. Right. Yeah. I, I, even, though honest, I, even though I could watch um, Don't Fuck With Cats somehow, <laughs> but just that whole thing just made me feel sick. But I know, you know, I know what happened in it. I think yeah, you've listened to a podcast about him. Yeah, you, that's before. right. Yeah. I saw B- the BBC advertising their Louis Theroux. Ah, uh, yeah. I've seen that again. actually. Really yeah, old, I, yeah, I watched that years ago. I actually think Tiger King is all hype. Like, it's not that interesting as a story, okay. even. It's just they, that they're, they're ridiculous. They drag things out too long on Netflix. Definitely, they could have done that in an hour. That one yeah. documentary. So yeah. It's only because the, the people are like caricatures that's the only reason it's interesting mm. yeah I, I, I don't care for that and I don't care for everyone talking about it um, oh another one thing short and sweet there's another show on Netflix called How to Hell Drugs Online Fast I've not watched one of them it's, dubbed, it's a German show but it's so good it kind of reminds me of like the end of the fucking world or like Misfits it's really quirky and fun so I'd recommend that too. Have you seen that on Netflix? How to sell drugs online fast. It's called. Okay. <laughs> it's really <Mom>. fun. <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of like a teenage sort of a show, but it's cool. And possibly uh, educational as well. You are. Possibly educational as well. Yeah. I saw something on Vice Vice TV about how kids are buying drugs on Snapchat. Did I tell you about that already? No, I don't think so. Oh, I watch some of those things on Vice TV. With the guy... Yeah, yeah I like that presenter. Jack's got a bit of a crush on that presenter guy. <laughs> uh, maybe... It, yeah, because we, we were watching some about, like, LSD and Viagra and shit like that. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff on the YouTube, right? Yeah, there was, they were on Sky for some reason as well. Yeah, just before I've got some Vice content as well on yeah. 4AD. They were um, interesting. Also on my list to do in lockdown is make a TikTok. Oh, you did that? Yeah, Dan and I made a TikTok. I'd like us to make more, actually. It's quite fun. Your first one went down quite well. It was mentioned on Julia's podcast. No, and that was 
That was the, the very end of that podcast. I was just, I was listening to it as so I was going to sleep and they went, oh, Gaz. And I was like, oh, suddenly I was awake. I was like, oh, fuck. Do you think you and Jack could venture into the world of TikTok? I thought no, you tweeted I, something about TikTok yesterday. I fucking hate TikTok. It's annoying. Oh, look at this on TikTok. No, I don't want to. It's pointless. I just don't get it. I'm too old. I'm too old for that. I'm too old for Snapchat. I just don't get it. Your thing was cool, but it's like I've looked at that. It was kind of entertaining. Now what? <laughs> now what? Move on that... to the next stop. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> um, this is my number three thing to do in lockdown. Apply for a TV show. Oh, that's a good idea. Have you I... actually done it? Have you done it? I want to apply for, and I don't know if you watched it, Race Across the World. No, I want to know about this show because everyone's been telling me I should watch it. So don't spoilerize me. Alfie has been particularly bending my ear about it. Should I watch it? Alfie loved it. Um, I think that you would like it, but I don't Mm -hmm. know because because it's not like studio based. It's harder Mm. to know if you will. um, Outdoors. I don't like things outdoors. But it's not outdoors <laughs> per se. Like they live on an island. Uh, they oh. have to tra- travel across the world with a limited budget. What I liked about this series, and I think there's, there is already one series from last year, but I didn't watch it. And I reckon this series, probably the ratings went through the roof because no one's yeah. anything for to do. Um, yeah. But the, um, the people on it were more like normal people. They weren't like reality types, which might actually not appeal to you anymore <laughs> like you quite, quite <laughs> like those sort of, I'm so yeah, far the other way <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but, uh, they're more like the one thing that I actually thought the casting was bad to begin with oh. it, it took me a few episodes to really warm to all of the people in the in the game but um they all seem to have like an issue to overcome and I felt like it was a little bit too BBC. It was like, oh, can this couple, you know, rekindle whatever? Oh, uh, I see. They like, they definitely like that. They like to tell that story amongst the show. But like for me, I would rather have like maybe a really funny couple. Mm. Well, yeah. Break. Yeah, but there was no like, this is the funny pair or okay. like, yeah, there wasn't any any sort of like those sort of reality TV tropes that right. we expect mm-hmm. but in the end that was not bad it's quite a nice thing and I was like oh yeah you can make real- good reality tv with normal people okay yeah I'll, I'm gonna watch one episode and see what I think but bear in mind it might take you a few weeks to actually start to sort of really warm a few through. weeks fuck off I ain't got a few I have but <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not weak because you've got it all there on iPlayer that's true um <laughs> I'm just cut out, but you're talking about your hair, what? Yeah, I dyed it pink, but it's already dyed out. Yeah, I noticed that, but have you not got any more dye? Yeah, I've got more. I'm going to dye my hair permanently orange, but not yet. Orange? Yeah, orange. Ginger or orange? Or, like bright orange. I've bought the dye already. Like um, that woman out of uh, Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Yeah. Oh God! Well, I was thinking more of like her out of Fifth Element, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Thanks a lot, Kathy Burke, and giving, giving, giving. 
I love Cappy Bat, but that's not a good look for her. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to do that in the next week. Okay. Did you see Jack Turquoise hair? Looks cool. Yeah, is his washed out yet? No, his has stayed in quite well. Don't know how. Annoying. I don't know if I'd want hair that colour, but it's all right. <laughs> I think it's lockdown. I think he'd want to go about normal life with it. Oh, no. <laughs> Something to do in lockdown, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Um, number four is bake. I guess you haven't done any baking, but you like to eat baked goods, don't you? <laughs> How dare you? We uh, we were thinking about baking bread. I don't know if I don't know if I don't thing is it's really hard to find flour oh probably yeah. won't do that then <laughs> yeah I managed, i've got yeast i managed to get it in the end from like a big supermarket but mm. dan's like everyone was making sourdough dan did sourdough oh yeah no That's that yeah you have to put it in the jar and like put stuff oh. in oh. day after day like, you can't you have to wait like a week at what? least a week i didn't know that yeah it's like a little project you can do oh, I, i've eaten that i wouldn't have eaten that if i find that <laughs> it's got bubbles in it. Fermented. Oh, uh, so oh, I'm not eating that again. That sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, we're minusing things off my food groups. <laughs> my number one is obviously work out because that's really what I needed to do in lockdown. That's my mm. number one. I'd and say that. Why are you whispering that? Because it's a rude one. <laughs> if you're at home with your other half, obviously you're gonna end up having a lot of sex, right? Well, yeah, it passes the time, doesn't it? <laughs> passes a few seconds. Right, you. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, yeah, I'd say my routine is just like get up, play Animal Crossing, eat, play Animal Crossing. Oh, I thought of two other good TV shows. Did you watch Quiz? No, I want to. You should watch that. It was really good. And it's got some session in it. And who oh, plays Ma- Major Ingram, that guy. The guy who played the coughing major is at a succession. Ah, uh, okay. And uh, Beat the Chasers, if you watch that. You don't really like quiz shows, do you? It's a new variant of the chase, right? Yeah, but it's got all the chasers on it. You have to beat all of them. It's actually really entertaining. Are they doing this remotely is it new or is it studio no i think they must have had it filmed already because it's yeah. only, they've only released five episodes they've probably got about 30 but they're going to eat them out sort of thing yeah but I've, I've got, it, reminds, it reminds me of old school millionaires really good oh okay maybe i would i used to love who wants to be a millionaire honestly it's really punchy because people come on and like they're like gone again in like five minutes and then it's the next person because they all just basically lose but it's fine um how are they um, coping in the soaps? Like, what are they doing now? Have they run out yet? They're dragging them out uh, very slowly. No, Alfie texted me about it, actually. He said Estelle runs out in May and Corey runs out in June. But apparently they're going to start filming them again in June. I heard, but that's nice how they know that. Do you think that they'll just, like, jump ahead in time and be like, oh, everyone was yeah. in quarantine for a few months and now... Yeah. Yeah. They, they won't mention coronavirus. They can't because it doesn't fit in. No one wants to watch self isolating, do they? <laughs> I don't know. You say that, but on Netflix, all the movies about pandemics, like 
jumped up the charts. Everyone wants to watch stuff about virus outbreaks and stuff. It's weird. Okay. I, I watched that documentary on Netflix about the pandemic. It's quite interesting, actually. <laughs> <laughs> them, these are my things not to do okay. in quarantine. Get locked out of your house is one of them. Oh, I've done that since been in quarantine. Was, was that since quarantine? I know, that was, was just before, just before, actually. Yeah, mine was during quarantine when I had to get a train to go to my landlord's house to collect my key. So, Another yeah. breach. This is why I've had to go on a bus and had to go on a train, because my landlord was self-isolating because her husband has a health condition, and therefore I had to go to Surrey, which is like <laughs> the next city, on a train, and... <laughs> Gave me these like detailed instructions of how to find her house, right? And it was down this like private road, <laughs> really long, massive houses each side, tree lined street. And she was like, Oh, yeah, when you get to the tree in the middle of the road, then you have to turn right. And then obviously, I turned the wrong direction. I went up this street called Bear's Den. I was like, Is this the way to get to whatever? And the guy was like, No, this is Bear's Den. Surprised <laughs> he didn't shoot you. <laughs> she goes, I put the outside lights on so you can see the house. They look like flames. <laughs> okay. Fancy. Yeah. Survivor. It did help me identify the house, to be fair. And then she put the keys on the doorstep and she spoke to me from an upstairs window. I felt like such a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> was her house massive? Absolutely huge. That's yeah. obviously what it pays for, but yeah, it was massive. Yeah. My landlord's house is fucking massive as well. Because I've been around there for the very same reason. <laughs> yeah. Where is it? Oh, uh, is it yeah, it's in Epsom. Okay, yeah. that's where they live around here, all the other animals. Yeah, they live in the posh area, not in our rough bits. It's <laughs> <laughs> a world away from where I live out here. Like. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My landlord um, gave me a good reduction of my rent, though. Yeah, you yeah, he reduced it from 900 to 720. But only, for two, but only for two months. I want to try and get an extra month out of him. I've got 50 quid off for a couple of months as well, but I think when I get back to work, I'll still be on less money. Yeah. I think I can probably get away with continuing the reduction, though. My landlord's quite reasonable. In, mm. Well, not as reasonable as it was, but that was huge. But like you yeah. said, you've lived, there for a long, you've lived there for ages. My landlord is actually all right, which is weird to say, but it's true. Um, my uh, next thing not to do is hook up with people on apps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Uh, what are you going to say? Yeah, obviously. Are people doing that? Well, I mean, obviously we're in relationships, so we're not. But there's a my charity at the moment has a big campaign to encourage people to masturbate instead of going <laughs> to meet people. That's the current line of campaigning. I'd like to see the poster for that. It's got like a hand on it. <laughs> that's, that's what I can look forward to working on if I do go back to work. Encouraging that's... people to stay, stay at home and masturbate. <laughs> that sounds fun. <laughs> but you just know that people are still doing it. They must be. I mean, to be honest, if you were single, would you? No, I don't think so. I think I might. I might yeah. if it was someone really, really nice. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, if it was, to, yeah, now or never, you know. 
see? Ah, pleasure pledge. <laughs> what the thing? Are the fingers lockdown? Are the fingers pink or is that just the glare? It says signed a wanker. <laughs> oh my god! Who designed that? <laughs> Let's see the marketing team. Oh look! Oh my god! <laughs> That's brilliant. No, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's funny. Oh, can't, can't be prudish <laughs> about this. <laughs> um, shout out to my charity. Um, don't shave off your beard or cut your own hair. Mm, well, I yeah. think doing a little trim is fine, but then when yeah. it, I've I've seen people who have like who have beards who have like shaved off their whole beard. It's like why you normally maintain that when you're at home, surely? That's true. People but, like shaving their heads. But what's gonna happen with the front of your hair, your fringy bit? You're just gonna grow it long like Justin Bieber. Uh. My problem is not actually the fringe. My problem is my sides. Because yeah. they're so I want those grey sides taken out. Grey is fine. Grey is nice. I don't like it. But insane. I'll probably, if I get to the point that it's too long, I'll just like have to start doing... Oh, the, I'd have a quiff. The blowover. Oh, yeah. Well, that'd be nice. Oh, yeah, because you used to have hair much longer. You used to have yeah. a man burn. Have a man burn. Hmm. Oh god, we don't want that back again. Not actually almost possible, <laughs> really? but not quite. <laughs> I had so much hair before. But yeah, no, I really would like when when this is over the, the barber shops are gonna be overrun. Is they're not all shut down? That's what I'm worried about. I'm just worried some things are just never gonna open again. It's definitely gonna happen. Some mm. small business. And I'm just worried, like, we're not going to be able to go on holiday like we used to, and I don't know, just everything. We will. You think? You seem a lot more optimistic about things than me, and you're the one who's not been watching the news, so that makes me concerned. <laughs> okay, obviously there's going to be a lot of businesses that will fold, but people need some, businesses want to make money, so stuff life will continue. Mm, Even yeah. whole country countries need to think about their economy and tourism is massive for a mm. lot of a lot of uh, economies around the world so eventually it will have to continue we're not going to like hide from this virus forever are we i hope not no. and my, I'm just my, my, this. Go on. yeah go on my top not to do in um uh, lockdown is start an only fans to make up for your lost income <laughs> I've been hearing about Cameron's OnlyFans recently. Recently? Cameron Coles. Yeah, someone sent me the details and said he was posing for pictures of his boyfriend or something. Oh, actually, I was sent some pictures. Did I ever send them to you? Was it? I don't think so. Some Judy girl sent me some. Oh, I'm not sure I want to see them, to be honest. Probably, probably don't, actually. Actually, maybe. <laughs> I'll see if I, if I can find it. Oh, don't show it on here because it's you know he needs to make money for that. Yeah. Also, you know he only he only won like hundred grand. (laughs) (laughs) And explicit, we don't care about that. We should uh, whenever we do if we put on YouTube. Oh yeah. um, We should ask Cameron to check in and see what he's done with himself post Big Brother. 
I know, but it sounds quite bleak from what I've been hearing. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully it's okay. I hope yeah, you're still liking fine. women. Not like that, but you know. Not hating them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go on. Have you got any more discussion points? Any more questions? Um, just that I, you know, before this started, I was like looking for a new job, hoping to progress my career. You know, I was feeling a bit, you know, like oh, my skills weren't being utilised very much in my job. So now it just feels like, ugh, like I'm just nothing. And but I don't know, it's a funny time to apply for a job, isn't it? Unless you want to go and pick fruit on a farm. <laughs> I'm doing that already on Animal Crossing, so I've got the skills. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, in a way, I would like to get a new job, but it's, it's a funny Not time. You'd be lucky. Well, just be grateful to, for the one you've got if you've still got it at the end of this, really. I, I am, but also, my friend said to me, you know, you need to get a job outside the charity sector. She said, you should go and like, work for, you know, a university or a library or a council or something like that. It's kind of true. Charity sector is precarious at the moment, I'd say. Yeah, I think it has been for a while. Mm. Kind of always is. I don't know, maybe it's harder now. I think it's getting harder now to convince people to part with their money. Yeah. That's why it's for, for our sector. Yeah. That's a bit serious for us, isn't it? I know, but also I am really good at what I do, and the fact that they're not taking advantage of that. But I'm looking on my like professional Twitter about all the stuff that internal communicators are doing during the crisis, and there's so much interesting stuff going on. And I'm here fucking on Animal Crossing. It just fucks me off. I just feel like I could offer so much. I could offer so much, but they're just not in. I get that they have. I mean, they've furloughed sixty percent of staff, so it's a lot of people. I just, it just could be such good experience for me that I'm not getting. And I know that in the grand scheme of things, that is just absolutely nothing. So I shouldn't even be moaning about that, but that's how I feel about it. So. I don't know why, but in, in my company, they treat, in my charity, they're treating um, furlough as like confidential information. So they never actually oh. told us who's, who's been furloughed. Like, hmm. like they told individuals, but they didn't tell like everyone else who else is. Hmm weird are you getting like a weekly sort of update I, we get like a weekly email i haven't checked my emails once so no we're getting it to like our home email sort of thing no we're not getting that we're told to not be part of it <laughs> oh fair enough yeah well, we should check our bb on blast emails actually because i did ask for emails but i'd have emails anyway. i did we're not getting have you, I have like you got? Have you got oh, I, got, I might have it. I actually hold on. Oh no, I feel like we're ending on a sour note now. Just think, talk about something fun. No, I don't think anyone's fucking emailed us. Motherfuckers. Oh, I've got a question for you. Oh, come on. Have you um, heard anything about Australian Big Brother yet? It's happening in June, right? Yeah, so they released a trailer with um, pictures of their house. I guess you've avoided that. Oh, no, I just haven't seen it. Okay. Um, and for some reason, they've revealed one housemate 
Oh. And I don't know why, because it doesn't sound very interesting. Is it someone famous or something? I think so. Just checking my other emails. What spam we've got? What? Oh. What's that? It's full of spam from something called Jackson Radhima. Oh, I know. I don't know what that is. Oh, also, bbonblast.com has gone down, I think, because uh, I haven't paid the thing. Let's have a look. It's too expensive. You have to pay like 60 quid for it. Oh, yeah. bbonblast.com is now dead. So if you want that to come back, that's fine. But I have bought the domain, so you can't go and buy that. So if internet trolls behave yourself i just can't actually connect it to the website because i can't afford it because wix is so fucking expensive i hate wix oh we did have um jersey ry guy on instagram who's ryan ryan corman he's listened to the podcast for ages he did say on my picture do you guys still do the podcast (laughs) so that was some interest and also on twitter um, Who's that person? Who is it? Who's he? Someone was writing. Someone Leslie was it commenting on Twitter today? Oh, was it Swanky Martini? Yes, this is it. She said, "I'm currently alone and furloughed. Maybe on Blast episode would be much joy. Happy birthday, Gaz. That's Leslie yeah. at Swanky Martini. Oh, and she's also hiding from tornadoes. So she's definitely got it worse than us." <laughs> How do you feel, so, people, people who are like actually having serious things? This is just a pair of assholes. Did you just say that we're a pair of assholes? No, don't you think people think we're a pair of assholes moaning about like not having anything to do? And we're just a pair of fucks, really. I haven't moaned about not having anything to do. I said I love having nothing to do. There's a lot of people going through really bad topics. Way worse time than us, so. Yeah, and hopefully us talking shit about stuff that we're not qualified to comment on will be a little bit of a distraction. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> no, I, I am, oh no, I'm being maudlin again. I am yeah. definitely concerned about domestic violence during the lockdown. That is a massive concern of mine. Imagine being stuck with someone abusing you during the lockdown. That is something oh. that just terrifies me, but that's not a very cheerful thing to talk about. That is- <laughs> Genuinely, something that has, has happened. Yeah. They were talking about it on the news. Have you yeah. seen about it? About instances. Know, yeah. Oh, it's gone through the roof. The government have given like seventy-six million or something. Yeah. You what? The government have given like seventy-six million to refugees, but the government shut down all the fucking refugees in the first place, so it's their fucking fault anyway. Davina was talking about it as well on. Um, the big night in, she did a little play, uh, shout out for um, donations. Did she? Focusing on domestic violence, yeah. Oh, good. That's good. Um, yeah. I think it's weird that also, and I haven't seen it myself, but like when lockdown started, everyone started to think about old old Big Brother. Did you notice that? Like a lot of people yes, were talking about. Please bring it back to Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, and, I know. Um, Apparently on this morning they got like a load of old Big Brother people. Did you watch that to talk about how to cope in lockdown? You've seen it's most not... of them. Yeah, for some reason I never saw that bit, but I don't know why. I should have done. Uh, defrosted like Craig Phillips and Kate Law. <laughs> Wheeled <Allison>. him out. 
talking about how to survive in lockdown. I thought, oh, this is like trivialising the whole thing, really, isn't it? Like, yeah, a bit. <laughs> well, once lived in a house on telly, so now we know how to cope with the coronavirus. Like, no. <laughs> um, oh, God. Oh, uh-oh. Um, uh, coronavirus. I've talked for too long. My throat hurts. You better tend to your um, parsnips or whatever you're growing on. <laughs> Turnips. Because <laughs> um, there's oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, for fuck's sake! Have you asked all your questions? Yeah, I just oh, had yeah. my top. All I have was my top fives of to dos and not to dos. Okay. One of which you cutting your own hair. Yeah, but look, it's not so bad. I think it's fine to touch up your fringe. Oh, I think everyone should do YouTube karaoke, watch Succession, buy Animal Crossing. Watch Nightmare Fiance, dye a hair a silly colour, and eat, eat, drink, and be merry. <laughs> Mine is create your own restaurants at home, <laughs> simulate your favourite restaurant, <laughs> lift something heavy, uh, apply for a TV show, make a TikTok, and bake something. Have you actually applied for a TV show, though? No, it's on my to-do list since last week. I actually want you to do that, though. Thing is, I think that TV that show is going to be inundated with applications this this year. Yeah. But also, imagine if like this situation doesn't like like ease in the next year, they're not going to be able to yeah. film a show called Across the World, are they? No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely do that though, because it's something that you wouldn't probably bother to do otherwise. Yeah. So, should we go? Yeah, I think we're done. Yeah, I think we're done. <laughs> um, follow me on Twitter, like at VM. Follow me on Twitter, BB underscore Superfan. Read my book, First Aid Kit Girl. Great thing to do during lockdown. Follow us uh, on what? <laughs> follow Spotify. what? Spotify. What? Uh, on Spotify. Um, follow us on Twitter, BB on Blast. You can't go to our website because it's down. Yeah. Uh, just like everything during lockdown. Um, now then we're gonna what how are we gonna get donations now that's the ironic part we can't get donations <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it at some point when i've got some more money which is not now um at gmail.com isn't that also our paypal address oh oh yeah that's a good idea What? Get that, be- get that website back up and running with a few donations. Yes, please. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoyed this podcast, thanks very much. We, I, I don't think we should do any blasts in the past until we get together again. Because the audio issue is a nightmare. We can't yeah. like, have a video. And the next Big Brother UK that we need to cover is Big Brother 5. And I've only got a DVD. So like, there's no way I can play that from no. here and share. It'll be nice to do together anyway. And you've, I've still got my fucking phone at your house. So annoying. Oh, yeah. But I've not been playing much Candy Crush, so it's all good. Bye-bye. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's it. Sorry, you cut out for a sec. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to press stop. Say goodbye. Okay, we'll be back for Big Brother Australia in five weeks. Bye. See you then, see you then mate. Bye.